At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You found prime time action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. How about we talk some baseball? Ready to talk some baseball? A little baseball. Little baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my uh, second chance to talk to him today. From Austin, Texas, you can follow him on Twitter at S-P-O-R-E-R. That's Sporer. Writes for Fangraphs, Sleeper in the Bus podcast, and still doing his Twitch thing at twitch.com slash Sporer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash Sporer. Twitch. Thank you, Gil. TV slash Sporer. That's right. Um, where he's up at all hours of the night with his uh, legion of fans. It's Paul Spore, everybody. How you doing, Paulie? I'm doing very well. It's been a long time for us. Yes, it, 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 it has been. It has been. So how do we do this? Should we should we repeat what you said this morning? Do you want to do something else? It's up to you. I'll, I'll leave it out to you. You know, I'm open. It's y'all's show. If you want to okay. talk futures again, we can well, definitely do that. I got plenty. I got plenty in the tank. Well, let's repeat what what your favorite season wins were from this morning, which were the overs. Let's start there. Okay. So. I started uh, with the Twins because I don't think that they've moved that number aggressively enough based on on the offseason that the Twins had. I do see it's up to 81 and a half now. I I was able to get it at 78 over the weekend. I was in Vegas this past weekend. Uh, So definitely shop it. I didn't get a call. I I I know. Interesting. I don't know if you know or not. Our studios are here in Vegas. I do know that. And, and yes, here. you did, Gil. I texted you oh, and I told true. you what that's I was true. doing. Yes, I know. Uh, if you guys, you know, if you guys want to feel better about uh, maybe getting, you know, not not getting to see me, my sister happened to be there incidentally as well, and I didn't even see her. So, okay. you know, oh, that's I, fine. I, I had all my fantasy baseball stuff. It was hard to fit extra stuff in um, be, be, between all that. But it was a great time out there. And I, I was looking at that twin summer, and I definitely thought it would be north of 80. I thought they'd at least see them as, or 81 as a 500 team a lot of spots do not even at 500 i still like this ball club they just signed chris archer right now too that's not like a a a big mover there but it's more depth for their pitching which is probably their biggest question mark right now but the correa signing uh the 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 trade where they got gary sanchez i i didn't really like getting rid of garver or anything like that but i thought the way they tighten up the defense and everything I think that team is is looking nice. Obviously, a lot hinges on Byron Buxton staying healthy, right? We 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 definitely all know that that they're going to go as far as he goes. But I think for a, te- a team that had a fizzle out year for 73 wins to still come to that team despite trading pieces off, losing Buxton for most of the season, that tells me that they're back into the mid 80s, if not higher, with the with the changes that they've made. So I like that Twins team, um, and then you know. 
Gil, you 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 had my back this morning. You know I'm never a homer. Yeah. I never come homer with my Tigers. I'm really really even keel about them in terms of of betting and recommending them. But I'm going for their number this year. I think their number has come in light. They are still at that 78 and a half number. You might even be able to shop it a little bit lower. But even at something like 80 and a half, I'd still take it. I think the Tigers are a 500 club. I love everything that they've done. They've had a huge offseason. I really thought the underrated move was that Tucker Barnhart move to start the season. That trickles down to all of the pitching. Uh, as somebody who really catches a team well, frames well, uh, not a huge bet. Doesn't need to be, though. In fact, they haven't gotten a lot of bat out of the catching position lately anyway, so he doesn't even need to cross a big threshold to be an improvement for them. Then the Eduardo Rodriguez move was pretty surprising. Everyone thinks, oh, they've got all this young pitching. Why would they go get a pitcher? Because they still need more, and you can literally never have too much. He's somebody, Eduardo Rodriguez, who can front the rotation, take some pressure off those young guys as they're still developing and learning, so I really love that move. And then, listen, I wanted Correa. That was the move that I was really, really hoping for, with the fit with A.J. Hinch and all that, but as long as they got a premium shortstop, I was going to come away happy, and they did with Baez. He's a brilliant defender, which, again, helps all the pitchers. He's a strong hitter. He's volatile, to be sure, but at the end of the season, his numbers are usually there. So I love what my Tigers have done. They've got Torkelson and Green on deck. One or both could even break camp. I'd say Torque does, um, and Green doesn't, if I had to guess right now. But I'm really excited for my Tigers, so I, I take them over. And then I had a little pivot on you. You thought I was going to go one way when I started bringing this team up. Mm -hmm. But the Oakland are a team that rarely fully bottoms out. So this is one that I would definitely try to shop closer to 67, 68 if you can get it, depending. It's at 69 and a half on MGM right now. I would still take the over, though, because one of the reasons that I, I like this A's team, even though they're they're going to trade Manai and Montas, too, but they rarely bottom out to a triple-digit loss kind of season because usually when they trade off all those pieces, the, the guys that they get, they put right into the lineup, and they're usually high caliber prospects and guys like that, that get to play all year can usually be pretty decent. They're more of a run of the mill, bad team, as opposed to a bottom out pick first type of bad team. So the A's are interesting to me at 69 and a half. I really like them. If you can find 67, 68 and a half, which you might be able to do, especially once they trade Manaya Montas, of course, um, I, I think Manaya has gone before the season starts. Montas might even be there for half a season, which hey would make the bet even better. Paul, let me ask you a couple of guys, um, and th this is actually kind of crosses over into to the fantasy realm as well, but obviously we can bet on preseason over-under totals for RBI, home runs, different things like that or whatever. Uh, let, me talk, let me ask you about a guy that hit 165 last year, had a 240 OBP, uh, struck out 94 times in 95 games, and has now struck out 14 of his 19 uh, spring training uh, at-bats, uh, Cody Bellinger. Should I not just blindly bet the under on every single thing that I can find with his name on it? I mean, like it seems like something's broken here. I've been watching in in spring training. He looks nothing like that guy in 2019. I mean, like swings different, stand like, every. He looks nothing like that guy at all. Exactly, and, it, and it's nerve-wracking for sure. I, I did see him in an interview or a written interview today that was kind of funny. He was playing it off, saying like, "I'm getting my punches out of the way early and whatnot, trying to trying to play it cool." But I have some concerns here. You know, we've we've kind of done the studies over at FanGraphs and all around the fantasy and baseball community about what you can take away from spring. There's some people who say, "Don't take anything from spring; it's all meaningless," and that's too strident. That's too far. The two things that always stick out that you can take away and actually build something on strike outs and walks for pitchers and hitters guy taking a bunch of walks. That's good for his batting guy walking everybody up there on the mound. That's going to be bad for him. Same with strikeouts. And when we're seeing Cody Bellinger lead baseball in strikeouts in minor leagues or in spring training right now with 15 in 22 at bats, cause he got another one today. That's concerning. There's no two ways around it with all the swing changes that he's been through and everything. I have a hard time just writing this off to spring training. If it was his first dose of, of poorness of, of being bad. I think we could write it off, right? If you, even if he was like coming off the MVP season and we saw it, uh, you know, in, in spring training, I'd say, Hey, don't worry about it. Spring training. This is a pattern now at this point. Last year was one of the most dreadful seasons we've seen from a superstar caliber player in, I don't know, forever. It was unbelievable. And even his playoff while better it was only better because it simply couldn't be worse. It was a lot of singles. He was kind of riding like a 400 Babbitt. He had the one big homer against Luke Jackson on that high heater, which was impressive, but everyone kind of took that as like, oh, Bellinger's back. 
Uh, au contraire, I, I don't believe so. And yeah, I do think I'm looking toward fading him in fantasy, uh, hitting the under on some of the numbers on the over-unders because I just think he's kind of messed up right now. And at, at a certain point, I wonder if it's mental where the yips are, you know, we talk about yips with like pitchers or like catchers trying to throw the ball back to the pitcher and throw out at second. Uh, I think this might be some batting yips right now. He's adjusting his swing all the time. I have some concerns about Cody Bellinger and they go just beyond, they go beyond just looking at the spring training numbers. This is dating back now for a while. Another guy that was disappointing last year that people are looking at for, for a bounce back Trevor story. He's moving now over to Boston, of course. And, and I kind of like this lineup, right? Where he's going to be hitting his RBI total sitting over under 81 and a half right now. Ooh. You got JD Martinez, Bradley, Kiki Hernandez, Verdugo. I mean, Bogarts, Devers. I mean, like this is a pretty good lineup here. And, and with that, with the, with the monster over there, you can dink some off of there and get some some cheap RBI and stuff like that. Like I just that one I saw today, and I wanted to. I saw we were talking to you today before I wanted to hit it, but I I, I kind of like the over on that. I mean, granted, there's always the health concerns, but um, 81 and a half RBI for for Trevor Story. I'd slam that. I, I think his season slam that slam the over on that. I think his season last year for Story was completely due into uh, hating where he was and just hating the organization over there. And who can blame him? I mean, they're an awful regime. They do have a new regime right now. I think we have to be careful not to judge the Bryant and McMahon moves uh, from what the old regime did. They don't make sense when you compare the old regime, like trading Arenado and then signing Bryant. But this is a new regime right now, so they got to kind of get a little bit of a fresh slate. And I like that they're actually making a move. They're going to go get a big impact bat in Bryant. They're going to sign one of their own guys. Sure. But the way the old team, uh, the way the old front office ran that team was just horrible. And it's still not a great regime, the one that they have now, because they're so insular. They have like a really small front office for uh, uh, analytics. They don't know what the heck they're doing over there in Colorado for the most part. And getting story out of there is going to be the best thing for him. And yes, he's not going to have that that favorable home park in Coors. I understand that. But Boston's a good home park to hit in. And he won't have the Coors hangover effect. That's a real thing. The ball doesn't break, as, uh, break so much more when you're on the road versus when you're in Coors that there's a big adjustment period. That's why guys are so bad on the road. I don't even think it's just that though. I think the altitude and the way the climate is there is so different when you go on the road that it's there, there's this big adjustment period. And that's why their road numbers are so bad. So don't ever take a Colorado Rockies road numbers and say, that's who he is times two now, now that he left. Cause it never plays that way, right? The guys who are stars, they go and continue to be stars. Uh, Nolan Arenado, his average came down a bit. That's a big thing due to Coors going to St. Louis for sure. But he still had 30 homers. He was still a G Trevor story is still going to be a G and what'd you say it was 81 and a half. Yeah. I crushed that. I crushed that overall day. He had 75 uh, kind of sleepwalking through 142 games last year. He's in a premier offense. And frankly, I think there's a chance for him to even possibly move up the lineup. Kike is going to lead off for now. But if, if things go a little bit sideways there, where maybe he's not quite uh, having the OBP up where it needs to be. And it was there last year at 337. But if, if he doesn't hold up Kike Hernandez, we could see uh, everyone pushed up a little bit. Maybe stories batting two, three or four at that point. But even at five with Kike, Devers, Bogarts, and Martinez ahead of him. That's a prime spot. Story going to drive in upper 90s, I would say. Speaking of Rockies, where's Randy uh, Grichik lined at? Uh, oh, is, I don't know. I didn't look go over. All right. Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna crush. He's gonna crush. Uh, ob yeah. Obviously, I mean he's got power. That's 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 his calling card there. So yeah, I think he'll be really nice. Paul, I'll talk to you in the morning. We'll do the uh, the unders. How about that? Sounds great, Gil. I Matt, good you. talking with you as well. Paul, buddy. Paul Spore, everybody. Greatest dude ever. At Spore on Twitter. Fangraphs, Sleeper of the Bus, Spore.tv. Wait, no. Twitch.tv slash Spore. Thank you. Good Lord. What's wrong with me? Coming back. Golf. One and done next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime at South Point, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, didn't get the sweep, didn't get the 3 0 sweep in tennis. End up with the 2 1. Kader Matova was up a break in the first, up a mini break in the first set tiebreaker, up a break in the second set. But he couldn't get there. She lost. All right, 2 1. We'll take it. Winning day. It's what tennis, are you is, do? tennis is funky like that, you know. Um, six walkovers on the ladies' side in the last four days is also a fascinating little quirk about women's tennis specifically. Although Riley Opelka apparently like quit in his match in Miami. Was like in Miami, like humidity. They're just like I don't play anymore. Also, like the the whole. I was watching last night. The whole stadium is it. It's a disaster. That's a disaster. You're right. The fact that they have to play this out of the Hard Rock Stadium now—they should have been. They should have just stayed in Key Biscayne. This dude who's, who prevented them from continuing there—what a mistake! It's a shame. You're right. That was a great South Florida event, and it, it's a shame you're trying to stick it into a football stadium they, now. That's we call Indian Wells the fifth major. That used to be the fifth major. Yeah, and it's just, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, that's it is. You can, and by the way, some of the outer 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 courts, you can hear like the cars honking on the freeway out of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's right there next to the highways. Yep. Steve Kerr has lost his mind in this basketball game. Are you seeing this? Oh, he just got tossed, and he has gone ballistic on the referees, on the officials in this basketball game. I have not. That's been a while. Kerr just didn't want to be there anymore. Apparently, I have not seen him that hot about anything. Kerr, who's, who's caught more heat this year than... Oh, they're down 63 to 37. Yeah, he don't want to be there anymore. So, yeah. he did the Popovich, uh, the early... Yeah. The, he just did the... He did the he pulled a Popovich. I got inspired by team. Let me yell at the refs until I get thrown out of here. He's like, I saw... Like, in the post game. I saw Pop do it a couple of weeks ago, and I was just like, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. Good question from Ryan Hyatt on the heels of our uh, segment with Paul Sporer. Baseball week, futures time. What's a decent rule of thumb for average investor? Uh, for the average investor, on long-term futures bets versus bankroll, how much should one tie up in futures versus active wagers? Great question. Put everything you have on the Marlins every year. That's right. <laughs> the The issue with baseball is that it's six months, yeah. right? Six months. Uh, Matt, that's half a year. I'm not sure if you know that. Mm-hmm. Six months of a regular season for all these, like, you know, for the season wins, for the, fu- for the uh, you know, division futures, for player awards. So, you know, macroeconomics 101, there's an opportunity cost involved that. If you don't have a credit account, if you're not one of the lucky people on earth who has a credit account, that money is tied up for that period of time. That's the drawback. Um, so I don't know what your rule of thumb is. I, I don't have – and typically, look, my friends kind of started to ask me this a little bit because I've, you know, I've been – they watch some of the stuff that we talk about here and some of the futures that I've been putting in, and they're asking, hey, what about, you know, what do I do with this and there? But they're, you know <sighs> – if you've only got 500 bucks in your account or 1000 bucks in your account, my answer would be like don't put in nothing. Like don't make any future right. bets. I you would know? Agree. I would agree with that. Like yeah. It's just it's not worth locking up that much because again, 
and it's not worth putting a ten unless you're put unless you bet a Kelly ten thousand to one or whatever. Right. Like it's not worth putting ten dollars on a future bet anyway, right? Like you're not gonna make enough money on it. There's there's also like there's prominent offshores, right? That also like cap you so low. That it's not worth betting. Yeah. Whereas there are books in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey, we always say bad things. Let's say something good. There are actually books out here, multiple books, that will take really big bets on all of these. Well, so like if you find a, like something that you just really like, uh, so Gil's got a hundred to one and a two hundred one on Corey Seager home run. Yeah, you put ten bucks on that. Like if that if, if that's you know if you've got a thousand dollar bankroll, I would not fault you for any kind of anything uh, like that. I might, but I might have put a little more. You don't want to be playing twenty five to ones or whatever. It, it just is too much of your it's too much of your bankroll locked up for six months, like Gil's talking about. So I mean, I, I would I would seriously probably lean more towards just telling you, hey man. Like, have fun, bet throughout the course of the season, get involved. We talk about this all the time. Like, these are dynamic markets, right? So, I mean, you can come in halfway through the season to where your money's not locked up for six months. It's only locked up for two months or three months or whatever it might be. And then you can still get some favorable numbers. Some of these bets that Gil and I have made are going to be completely dead at at the halfway point. So, I mean, halfway by May, by May, you know, so, I mean, you're, you know, I I would, that would be my biggest thing would be like, you know what, if you really do want to have any of this, like you can wait two or three months, man, and you're still going to get a number. You're still going to find some stuff that you like. So I I would, I'd go that direction. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, listen, I still think season wins are some of the best bets in, Mm -hmm. in betting and sports betting. But you're still locked up for six months. So you, you really have to have a conviction. I like them because there's 162 games, and so you can really overcome negative variance. You can have a bad month and a half based on your handicap and still overcome it. You can't do that in the NFL. If you have a bad three-week stretch, you might, your season win might be done. In college football, even you know less time to uh, overcome negative variance. But in baseball, hey, if your handicap is right, it'll get there. So you just have to, you know, I still love season wins. But as far as like, you know, all the some of the other stuff we're talking about, if if it's not a sexy enough bet, it's just not worth it. In some cases, in most cases, uh, let us talk golf. I tried to delay this for you guys as much as I could, but yeah, we're obligated. One and done results. Let's take a gander. WGC match play this weekend, which. Uh, Scotty Scheffler won over Kevin Kisner in the finals. And I cracked a mill. Kevin Kisner, second place, $1.32 million. Add it to my ledger. Uh, Kelly made 97000 Kelly made ninety seven, and you made, and Victor yeah. Hovland made 133 Wow. Mm. Really? That's, uh, that's good. I mean, good on them. I see why they play these tournaments. I, I still don't understand like that. I, I thought it, I, maybe they changed that this year. I'm with you though, Matt. I was like, or I thought when Hovland didn't make it out of the group, it was fine. You get paid the same whether you make it out or not. Like, yeah. apparently they're paying. You're getting paid for wins though. And it was man. That, that was a. This was a good betting golf weekend for me. But man, it could have been great. Some of those, like the Taylor Gooch group one, we had Alex Norin. Like it was there for the taking. I could could have run the table with some of these group bets. So this is how the WGC it was. So Scotty Scheffler won 2.1 million for winning it. Kisner, thank you. 1.32 for finishing second. Corey Connors was third for winning the third place game, third place match, if you will, 852, 852,000. And DJ for finishing fourth, 685,000. Everybody else who was in the quarters, so not the final four, but the quarters, 386,000. Power, Kepka, Zalatoris, and Answer. Round of 16, 220,000. Horschel, Hatton, Bland, Rom, Scott, Nock, Kanaya, Morikawa. And then. You know, then it's 17th place, tie for 18th. So Cantlay, excuse me, Hovland was in a tie for 18th with, like, a bunch of other guys. And then a tie for 26, so he was in a tie with seven others. Tie for 26 was where Cantlay was. And they ended up with 97,000. So now you see why these guys show up to these events. Last place was 58,000. So like that's No, no, the- incur- yeah, 58,000 was the, no, no, no. That incorrect. 41,000, yeah. yes, was the low. Man. Like, I love these big money events. Like, it gets us these elite fields and everything. But, Matt, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you. I, I, we, we've seen the – if you miss a cut at another G, WGC, it's like that 40K flat. 
I, I don't, I would, if they changed this this year, which I think they did, I'd go back. If you don't get out of the group, you don't get out of the group. Keep it a base pay. Hey. Let's pump this money into some of these other tournaments that nobody wants to show up to and, and make the spring season a little bit more fun. But they're, it's a WGC. I mean, this is, it's a different, completely know, different thing. So they just pay by points now, is what they do. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you had, if you had, which in the case of, you know, Paul Casey, Matthew Wolf, Russell Henley, if you had zero points, you made the the minimum of 41. And then they pay – if you had half a point, you had one point, you had a point and a half, that's the that's the ladder. So they just pay by how many points that you got. So Cantlay, since he finished with a point and a half, he got $97,000. <laughs> like, good on him, man. $97,000 for just kind of being yeah. – For winning one out of three yeah. matches you played in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even win the majority. <laughs> you see why it was a star-studded field? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're like I don't even have to make it out. I'm going to make a hundred. What did Paul Casey make? So he had to be the minimum, right? Forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what's amazing is, and he what conceded every match. Yes. Yeah. Take a guy like Kevin Kisner, like the average sports fan who's not following golf has no idea who that is. Still, if you follow golf, you know. But like Kevin Kisner is not a household name. No. Whew, there's a lot of red on this draft board. Yeah. Look at this. It's an ugly one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kelly wins. Kelly gets the We're win. We're going to mark that as a win with minus money. By losing $25 less than I lost. And Matt with the, uh, what's the, what's the, That's gold, the sweep? Golden sombrero is four. What's five? That's the sweep right there. I swept. The platinum sombrero. Yeah, I went 5-0 and the week before. You went 0-5 this week. Two, two sweeps in a row. <laughs> we got sweeps go running now. Two sweeps in a row for us on the show. Man. Kelly in the lead, three draft wins. With Colin Morikawa being a group winner at two to one, that's all it takes. Tom Check came up with a good idea for this, by the way. He hasn't done a good job with the Duke, but he came up with a good idea for this. Mm. Is if the winners at the end end of the year dinner, right? The losers got to pay for dinner. Does the winner of this or the loser of this have to pay for drinks? Maybe. Oh, well, really only applies to being math, though. That's the problem. Yeah, not a good one. <laughs> Last year, I think I remember which we didn't do this year. Whoever lost this each week but had to buy the crew pizza. We have to buy the pizza. Yeah, which that rule could still apply. It should apply. I probably owe a lot of pizzas. Well, I, I do for sure. You do for sure yeah. here. Yeah. We'll come back. The NBA Atlantic Division race. We'll look at that next. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, the Boston Celtics are beating the Toronto Raptors 96 to 87. 96 to 87 with 701 left in this game. No Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown, no Robert Williams. The Celtics looking for their 25th win in their last 29 games. 25th win in their last 29 games. You know, by the way, you know, it's not like the Raptors have been any slouch. They've won eight of their last ten. But the Celtics are just so such a juggernaut right now that you're you're taking three of their four best guys, maybe? And doing this with 15 turnovers in this game. Whew. And still somehow up nine. It's a good question. I would probably say three. Yeah, three of their four top, yeah. top guys. Well. I, Marcus Smart having fun out there tonight because I don't know the last game he's played in the NBA where someone asked him to chuck the ball up 21 times. But he's 9 for 21 from the field. Uh, 25 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists for him. I didn't play it, but hopefully someone out there played the his points plus assist prop that I said during prop watch. What did you say, Matt? Uh, uh, Mitchell Robinson looking good for, for uh, or Randall's looking good for the rebound the, one you brought the, up? Yeah, the the Randall rebounds and it, it it is. It just again, one of the one of the outcomes for the game is just kind of manifesting here because the Bulls are shooting 38% from the floor and 28, 23% from three. And when you're shooting that poorly, there's a lot of rebounds to go around. And so, uh, yeah, with 10 minutes left in the game, he already has 12. So he's blasted over his eight and a half that was on that, that was on that prop sheet. Yeah. Looking like we should have just played all those and I should have played the Knicks tonight, man, that, that Warriors Grizzlies game, 67 to 39 Grizzlies with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. And Steve Kerr's night is over, we saw, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was well over. We think it was a... Uh, it was a cry for help is what it was. We think it was a, a I'm going to imitate Pop from the yep. other night, and uh, mm-hmm. we're getting torched. I'm just going to go ahead and call it an early one. His mentor. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, the Celtics for a second. You know how we, we've been saying 
well, these teams are going to have the last weekend of the season in the in, in the uh, Eastern Conference. They're going to jockey for position because you just don't want to face the Nets. Well, that assumes that we know where the Nets are going to finish. And you know what they right. say about assuming, right? <laughs> Not very good. Yeah. You got four teams with four teams within a half game of each other. Well, it's even, like hard to jockey, right? But, but even right, it's hard to uh, so for the Nets. First of all, we don't. First of all, we we worry about them even getting out into the playoffs. But let's say they do, we don't know if they're going to be seventh or eighth. We don't know. Even if you assume seven, all right, that's a big assumption still. But it's like, okay, you're right. You don't know like what you're supposed. It's just so difficult. Are you, are you supposed to play this week, like, all out, and the uh, next week try to tank to get in the three seed or the four seed? Is, I mean, the point that I was getting at was, are the Celtics so good right now that they're like, we don't care, period. We're going to get the number one seed. If Brooklyn ends up as the eight, we don't care. We can beat anybody. Nets, Schmetz. That's how good we are. We're going to be 25-4. and four. This score holds up, by the way. This is a big if. Six-point lead with six minutes left. They will have won 25 of 29, and they will have done this without three of their four best players. Yeah. It's, it's, Against uh, a team that's playing really well in the Raptors. It is very impressive. I, I mean, that, that's what I was going to bring up. This is Raptors team has yep. been one of the best second-half teams, well, too. Well, and what, but, but we talked about how we don't really know how this is all going to shake out. So yep. the Raptors are going to lose. The Cavs won. <laughs> So, so now they're tied. Yeah, they're tied. No, the Cavs will actually go ahead by a half game. Yeah. And then the Bulls are going to lose. <laughs> so, Jeez. so all three of those teams are are going to be. I mean, yeah, for the this stretch here, the, those three teams might be popping in and out of that seven spot. I mean, this game's got it's it's a three point game to make it a yeah it's a three point game right now. So anything can happen here with five thirty six left. But if this were to hold, the Raptors at least after tonight would be in a play in. I do think it's interesting because, I, I mean, a this is this is where I learned last year. I thought the play-in tournament was going to hate last year. Seeing these teams battling to stay out of it, I, I that was where I realized I, I actually really like this thing. It's not for those seeds. 9, 10, 11, 12. It's for the 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. I would do a battle to not be in there. But the, uh, man, I, like if, if Mobley's out, like let's just say he's out for a while. The difference between being able to, let's say, and let's say the Cavs and Nets are the two teams that get through. The difference between the teams that you would face there, like you would want to play the Cavs every, all day, every day over the Nets. But I don't, like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you jogging for position in something like this. It, it's, it's just it's really in, tough. It's impossible to know because right, Brooklyn's in ninth right now, right? No, they're tied for eighth with Charlotte. They're, right. But if yeah, and Charlotte's going to lose, so Brooklyn will be in eighth technically. Brooklyn could very well be ninth or tenth. We don't know. And if that's the case, they got to win. They can only get to eight, not seven. But if they if they end up seven or eight, then they'll could be seven or eight. Uh, it's just a, you, there's no way, and then like you said at the top, it's just so difficult to like. And I think we make more of it than these teams actually. Yeah, do. I think so too. As far as the Atlantic Division specifically is concerned, I had Dan Bespris on the on a numbers game like I don't know when a month ago or whatever it was. He's like the Celtics are twenty five to one. Gosh, to win anybody the Atlantic who made Division. that kind of bet, like genius. And he's like, it's not outlandish. And now looky here, half game lead over the Sixers. Uh, like I said, the Celtics are up seven now with 445 left against the Raptors. So it looks like they'll go up two games in the win column, still even in the loss column at 28, and they will be in the driver's seat with, you see the remaining schedules there on the right, with two fewer games to play. So the Sixers are the ones who have to sort of slug it out. Now, looking at just eyeing that Sixers schedule looks pretty pretty easy generally. But the Celtics... They can do no wrong. The twenty-five and four. If this holds up now, twenty-five and four. I mean, think about that. That's a pace. That's like a Warriors record-setting year pace. The, in terms of your win percentage. So the Nuggets hold on. They do win on the road. A a big win for them because, as we mentioned, they're right there on mm-hmm. on the brink as well. Jokic with just an absolutely monster game. He goes for 26 points, 19 rebounds, 11 assists, and two steals on 53% field goal shooting. Here's the annoying thing. I've been saying for the past couple weeks, I would still bet him at the price that he's at. I still still think he's the MVP. Me too. 
Nick did throw in an interesting wrench earlier, bringing up Giannis, because Giannis's odds keep dropping. Here's the thing, though. It's not really affecting Embiid's odds, but it's affecting uh, Jokic's odds. They're getting shorter. I, like I don't like it doesn't really make a ton of sense, but now it's getting getting annoying because it's not really bettable. I don't think anymore. It's funny. I made that Jokic bet pretty recently, and I thought, oh, I'm still betting plus money, great bet. And like within five days, I'm like, why did I bet that? He's not going to win this. They're not going to give it to him, even though he should get it. I just feel like there's not enough because of their position. You know, where they're teetering on a play-in that some of these voters just, aren't going to vote for him. But it's so I, stupid. He's not playing with the second and third best players on the team all this time. I, I hate that. It's if, the dumbest thing in the world if that ends up being the rationale. I mean, that and what? Because he won it last year? So, like, we're going to punish you know, someone that, for being see, good for two you know, years in a row? So, you know, I'm talking about that about Shohei this year, right? Yeah. If Shohei does what he did last year this year, which is be Babe Ruth again, would the baseball voters be like, yeah, I mean... We saw that last year, so like that's what you have to worry about yeah. with this stuff, right? right? I think Shohei is a much better example yes. because the, eventually that that shine's going to wear off, right? Of the idea that this guy is like, that was part of what we were so excited about last year is we haven't seen this in right. forever, right? If he starts doing it every year, well, what shines back on a guy like Barry Lamar Bonds, who won the MVP seven times. How great do you have to be, right, to win it seven times? Because you're not only the best player in baseball seven times, you overcome that kind of human flaw of voters where you're like, well, we got to give it to him because he's just that amazing. I don't know if they'll they'll treat Shohei. That I don't way. think they will. I don't think so. I, I actually, I actually, I actually think it does become unfair at some point yes. where, where nobody else is basically eligible for the award, right. Because they can't do what he does, right. It, like you almost have to change the award somehow. It's that's going to be so interesting. So yeah, I don't like. I think he's going to get punished, Cause, like cause almost it, for being able to do that. Because it makes me want to bet him at his current odds with a horrible sense in the back of my head, like, but. By the way, back to the Celtics Atlantic Division thing for a second. So they they're, they do have the third toughest schedule remaining. They're minus one twenty five to win it. If they win tonight, they will only have six games left. Back-to-back threes by Fred Van Vliet. Uh-oh. It took him a while to get there, Uh-oh. Kelly. But his overhead on the threes as well. So Cash we would have swept, da- swept the damn thing. Prop watch. We, we would have um, hit everything. We just bet it. So now 101 to 100. So uh, he cut that 7 to 1 with back-to-back threes for for the Raptors there. So this one's going to come down to this one's going to come down to the wire. He only made four shots, but three of them are threes. So there it is. There it is. I'm, uh, I know we keep balancing back to this. I'm not running to bet the Sixers, but just to throw out there, what these remaining schedules, I mean, it's Boston with Memphis, Miami, Milwaukee, Chicago, uh, Toronto one more time, Indiana, uh, Indiana, and Washington. Philadelphia is the second easiest schedule left. Milwaukee, Toronto, Cleveland, Charlotte, twice, at, twice against Detroit and twice against Indiana. And the Celtics only up by one right now. Yeah. 257 left, 101 100 over the Raptors. We'll come back. We'll keep an eye on that and more. It's Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action live from the South Point, brought to you by Wendy's. Do not forget that Wendy's is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends, oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Celtics go up four. Aaron Neesmith with a uh, three-pointer. 106-102. Less than a minute left as the Celtics look to win their 25th and 29 at Toronto. In the T-dot. In the six. I ran out of Toronto. Warriors have cut it to 18. <laughs> Without Steve Kerr. Nick's up, right. Nick's up on the Bulls, 99-93. They're doing it for him. They're doing it. Win one for, for the, the Let's get it within the Let's get it within 15 for Coach. Mm-hmm. So bold of him to get tossed so he can go backstage and go ahead and start drinking his whiskey like at halftime. <laughs> he's enjoying Toronto right now. Let's keep going on. He is. He's already out of there. Yeah. When uh, Arena's right there, he's probably yeah. The, yeah. He's probably getting some 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 yeah. beers. You ever been in Toronto? Great, uh, great, great, great city. Seeing from one of the Knicks reporters, Randall has uh, been on the bench the entire fourth quarter. Knicks up on the Bulls, ninety nine ninety three four thirty two left. Mitchell Robinson at the line to add. Well, I mean, your your take on the Grizzlies, Kelly. I mentioned this off air to you, and I, and we brought it up once earlier on the show. To me, it's still a very bold take, for which I will give you lots of credit if it manifests in the postseason, which is to say that you still view them as a regular season kind of team. Yeah, I just think that there's get a seven-game series. You've got – it's still a young team. Um, I, I don't, and they just remind me so much of how the Jazz has been built, and I don't know the Jazz. It, it comes down to superstars in the playoff of playoffs. I'm going to trust a team that's loaded more with those usually. Um, but you know, could they do it and prove me wrong? Absolutely, Gil. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the, the guys they have on this team. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be amazing one day. John Morant's already hit that level. You've got a solid center, Stephen Adams, um, and some of these guys they're rolling off the bench. I mean, Desmond Bain is really coming to his own. I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me, but. I don't think it's going to happen. I, right. I think there's more complete teams in the West, and I think that these some of these teams that are going to getting guys back and getting healthier are going to be much more significant than what we've seen all regular season. Raptors down two, and they're going to the line to try to tie it up. Pascal Siakam draws the foul on Neesmith. Oh man, I looked like I looked offense. Um, so Siakam goes to the line to try to tie this up with 12.6 seconds left. Siakam having a a game himself. He's got 34 points and 10 boards yeah, in this I, one. I think he had 30 by the end of the third, so struggling a little bit in the fourth. As they go to break there. Knicks up one. They're up 99-98. Bulls have climbed back into that game. Three and a half minutes left in that You mentioned one. Randall on the bench. He's one of nine, so maybe that has something to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. I saw I saw a, a, the, the reporter that I saw it from was speculating a quad injury flare, uh, flaring ooh. back up um, that he's been well, dealing with, but who well, knows? Then. What NBA futures bets do you all end up having? We haven't looked at those in a little bit. 
You still got your Nuggets bets, right? No, I got I got, got Nuggets bets. I've got Jokic bets. Duarte bets. Those those are dead. All right. 76ers dead. Yeah. Harden dead. dead. All right. Nuggets. Nuggets to win the Western Conference. Still good. Mavs. Still in there. Yeah, that was preseason. Pacific Division to win NBA Finals. Like that. Nuggets was later on. I'm still I'm not, I'm not. Where are the Mavs win total? Are they, are they getting there? They're going to they're gonna hit that. Yeah. All right. Not all bad. Let's see. They got 46 right now. I just need two more wins. So that should get there. This one not looking as good. Hawks aren't going to get there for you. Hawks, Hawks is a loser. Sixers, Sixers is going to be the one. Yeah, behind the eight ball there. Yeah, one sweat, but not Because they have an good. easy schedule, so you're in trouble. Yeah. 50 and a half, they got 46 right now. <laughs> I doubt it. And then a whole lot of losers here until you get to the bottom when Jokic is going to win it and make up for everything. Ooh, 14 to 1. Like it. Get there. Come on. I do I do think that uh, that MVP like that that's just something for betters to keep in mind when you are betting on these awards the 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 flawed human brain right the flawed human brain may, maybe most reflected by the Shohei Otani conundrum would they give it to him again for doing the exact same thing Nikola Jokic you watch him every night he's the best player in basketball are they going to give it to him two years in a row I don't know there's that other guy over there that's playing well too why don't we give it to him I just can't like I Matt, I know you've done you've done it on this show comparing stats and it's like whenever you do it yourself or see people talking about it on Twitter, I'm just like, How's this Jokic guy? How does he not win? Like, how does he not win? I'm like, no, yes, he's not gonna lead the league in scoring. Yes, his team is not competing for the number one seed in the Western Conference, but this team is so far above expectations of what they what they were, coming in without Jamal Murray for the year. Um, I don't know. This 76ers to be even before the whole Ben Simmons, James Harden stuff are what? At meeting expectations. We're talking about their win total right now, that they're basically going to be right at it. So it's not like they're exceeding what they were expected to do. I don't, I'm going to be a little frustrated, honestly, if that loses. <laughs> I, I, these, last two, these last two weeks could, could show a lot more, but yeah, I'm going to be pretty frustrated if that doesn't get home. Siakam hits them both, gets the roll on the second one. Celtics ball, 106-106. Marcus Smart with the ball. Crosses the timeline. Eight seconds left. He's not looking to pass. Yes, he does. In Oh, to the outside. Grant oh, Williams, Grant loses, Williams loses it off his leg, but they are not going to get the shot off in time, well, and so we are going. I mean, Gil, they got the shot off. To it was <laughs> <laughs> he just almost threw it into the ninth row. I don't even know if he got it off in time. <laughs> Grant Williams just completely botched that oh. off his shin. And so we're going overtime. Celtics and Raptors tied at 106. That was a shining moment. Gary just... Trent Jr., a shimmering moment, right? Yeah, Gary Trent, oh. Ju- Gary Trent Jr. and Desmond Bain are those guys that, like, if you met in an alley, you're like, you'd run away, run away. They're way too jacked to be play- playing in the NBA. Can you imagine one shining moment this year if Duke wins? Oh, my God. Oh, it'll be like all Duke. And it'll be like Coach K will be every third shot. <laughs> every third shot. <laughs> I'm pumped for it. I, you know, all the guys that were tweeting at me uh, when we were discussing that two yes. weeks ago. Yeah. I'm pumped for it. I'm still looking forward to my favorite part of the NCAA, NCAA tournament. <laughs> it's basically you're saying <laughs> when it ends. One shining moment, baby. <laughs> Fire it up. Catch me up on the tournament. Oh, God. Um, one, one, one little thing I do want to mention here. We're still, we're still two weeks out from, from the Masters, but one week out from people starting to care about it. And – this is your last maybe four or five days that you're going to be able to bet into this without these odds like shifting fairly heavily because yep. this is this is like people are still aren't paying attention like the casual better still not paying attention to it right They're now. The so, same numbers like it's so amazing, man. You yeah. can go in, you can still find some pretty good numbers on some guys out there if you want to go in. You need to do that this week because there's just not going to be that opportunity next week when everyone actually does shift their attention over to Augusta. So just start to look around again. This is a you're you're not going to get as juicy odds here as you would at a lot of tournaments because you got to remember there's only 90 golfers in the field and of those 90 we're talking like 75 that even have a chance of winning. I mean, we're talking Bernhard Longer is a thousand to one, right? Like you can literally get a thousand to one on Fred Couples and VJ Singh and whatever and all this, right? So these are these are guys that you know you win, you have it for life, right? Well, they still want to go out there, tee it up. Mike Weir is still going to play, so you're getting all these dudes that have 
literally zero win equity. I mean, they have no win equity whatsoever to uh, for this tournament. So even though the field says 90, you're really actually only competing against 80, 78, 80 type guys, something like that. So just keep that in mind too, that yeah, you're, your odds aren't going to be as long as they are in some of these other tournaments, but it's a smaller field that is even smaller because the guys at the bottom have just literally no chance of winning. How is, I'm just looking at the odds right now. How, how is Ricky Fowler qualified for this? This has to be one of those like exemptions that goes back a while. Did Jason Day finally qualify for it or no? I don't think he did. No, he, well, he's on the odds page too, but maybe, maybe these aren't even up to date. Hmm. But there are some, you know, look, I bet Scotty Scheffler, I didn't get the best of the number. I got 18 to 1. I'm, you know. I'm staring hard at that 16 to 1 right now. I'm looking first, at. First thing I asked Wes Reynolds this morning after, I was like, Scotty Scheffler, should people be betting him for the Masters? You almost have to at this point before it gets too low. Yeah. Uh, that's where I, th- I think I'm going to take a position on it basically simply off of that. Gil, you're talking. This is the hottest golfer on the planet yeah. right now. He's in a groove. Masters coming at the perfect time for him. Yeah. But I, I mean, I mean, yes. To Matt, to Matt's point, there are guys on here, and I'm looking at it more the opposite way. But we added guys like your Luke List bet that I tailed you on was a great one. I mean, we found a four hundred fifty to one here. Down thirty at DraftKings. Hundred thirty. I mean, like got a pretty good, got a pretty good number on him. Guy who's won. Like, yeah. come on. I mean, Brooks, Brooks at eighteen to one. Bryson at twenty to one. Get out of here. Come on. Come on. What's Scotty Scheffler's best finish at the Masters? You know that offhand? No idea. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Before we get out of here, uh, his best finish at the Masters is tie for 18th last year. On the way up. All right. Tie for 18th last year. We've done all we can do. Nightcap next from Circum. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 